Hello and welcome to the New Age Podcast. I am David Henry and today you're listening to the New Age Podcast. Once upon a time in the street of Port Harcourt, Nigeria, I was seen going around the street of Port Harcourt, as I said, looking for a job. I came across a friend of mine who told me that there was vacancy in there company that I should come that I will be employed and hopefully he told me that uh, he's close to the manager and that will give me the chance of gaining uh, an opportunity to work with them in their company. So he gave me a time which he said I should come around six o'clock because he do resume work around seven o'clock so I he said I should come around six then we go together first day I went and uh, so frustrating and frustrating it was so to say I couldn't meet him and uh, I went home also frustrated because I know how hard I walked around searching for job without seeing it then the next day again he still asked me to come, so I went, when I went, the same thing. But I now remember that he directed me where he walks. So I say, okay, I should pay transport then. When I get to that place, I ask some questions, then I locate where he's working. <laughs> but lo and behold, when I got there, I couldn't find the actual place his company was uh, cited. So I... It was extraordinarily frustrating. You could imagine that kind of feeling which you hide your hope like you've got something that you're going to get. Like, yes, this thing is going to work out. And you you keep pressing. You keep pressing. You know that kind of feeling of frustration when all of a sudden it just seems as if all your effort is nothing. You get it? So that was how I felt. I was like, this is so, so frustrating. I couldn't eat. I lost appetite when I got home. I couldn't talk to anybody. I just went to sleep. My head was filled with thought. Like, I was so, so frustrated. That evening, I decided to take a stroll. While taking a stroll, I saw a place where they listed uh, uh, a notice of vacancy. And it was New Itri. So I had to go to that place and I wrote my application letter, I took it there, submitted it. Days after, I got a text message from them saying I should come for an interview. I've been slated for an interview on Friday, which is three days to come. So I was very happy because that was the first uh, uh, interview I've been slated for since my search for work. And I made preparation, ironed my dress, polished my shoes, everything was set. Friday, I went. 
But when I got there, there was something that that is, you know, that was really, 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 really mind weighing. Like I was tired of it when I saw it. The population there, the crowd there, which was waiting for that interview that day, were more than 86. We were up to 88, if I'm not mistaken, yes. But when I asked, they told me that this isn't the first batch, we are the second. The first batch came the other day before us. So I was like, if we are 88 in number, then how about the other batch? How many are there? When we summed it all together, we are about 163 in numbers who came for that job. And I was among the 10 people who never had certificate, who didn't have, so to say. Couldn't have certificate because I just had my SSCE certificate that was all. But there's one thing I want you to understand here. There are places you don't need to struggle for. There are places that your grace have to speak for you. There are places that you need grace to speak for you. Because on your own, you have no effort. So when it got to my turn, I just walked up there. But deep down in me, I, I was already frustrated and it was like, it wasn't going to work because I had no certificate and the 90% of people who came here are people with BSc degree. So I, I gave up. When I got there, the woman started interviewing me. She interviewed me and she asked me to go there. They would send us a text message. So I left. When I got home, two days after, I got a text message from them saying that I should come for the final interview. I was very, very surprised. So they say, I was now uh, selected among the few who work with them. So the final interview now was to come and, uh, you know, negotiate salary, dress code, time of opening and everything, how the place runs. So I went, the woman told me one thing. She said, the reason why she gave me this job it's because of the way I smile. That my smile just captivated her. And she gave me one good position. One good position in the company. So why am I sharing this story? I'm sharing this story because there are many things each and every one of us are going through in life. Which we think there is no way. Which we think we can't go past it. We should think it's, it's the, as in the end of it. But today I'm trying to let you understand that in everything you do, remember that there is hope. Welcome to another wonderful edition of the New Age Podcast. Please stay with me while I go on a short break. But before I go on a short break, I'll tell you that today we will be talking about going past the no line. That is our topic for today. Please stay tuned. And welcome back from that quick break. Yeah, as I earlier said, today we will be talking about going past the no line. The story I shared, I don't know if it's helpful to you, but I want you to do me one thing. 
can you relate it with that situation that that thing that looks like an impossible situation in your life that you're going through now can you relate it with it and pick out some important point there that you can use or that will be helpful in salvaging or reducing the tension you're going through now because you can imagine the kind of frustrating feeling I had when you know the job I sit for, the guy who say, you know, and the company he's working with is a big company, and he said I have a chance of getting, you know, a job there. You know that kind of feeling I had when he came back and told me that there was no way again. Everything I was like frustrated, like traumatized. I lost up. You can imagine, I lost hope. But the funny thing is. If I had slept as in forget about everything concerning going outside to search a job again, I wouldn't have gotten the job, another job which I, I let her go. Can you relate it to the situation you're going through now and see how it will be helpful to you? But I want to assure you one thing. There is nothing in the afterlife. The only thing there is either you face uh, the eternal life or you face eternal condemnation. That is the only thing. So, everyone who commits suicide, I can't really tell, but it's a loss for them. It's a loss for them. I know how hard it is. I know how difficult it is to, you know, put in your effort. I know how it feels like to put in your mind to see something come true, but it's not yielding anything. I know, I know how disappointing it is. But I want you to understand one thing. The moment you begin, that is the moment, you know, you're defeated. And pick this point now. The greatest enemy of the no-line, as in the greatest enemy of you going past the no-line is fear. Fear is the greatest enemy of you going past the blue line. There's a, there's a point in time when you find yourself in a situation which you'll be like, if I if I do this thing, what is the possibility of me yielding something, something positive out of it? I will tell you a short story now. There was a time in my life which I, I, I found myself in a situation that was very, very traumatizing. But it wasn't really traumatizing it was fear that was making it look traumatizing to me it was fear that was really making it look traumatizing to me yeah i was afraid of the future i was afraid of the future i don't really want to tell you the plain story but it's a kind of something that is personal but i want you to understand that fear has strong influence in you going past the new line a very strong influence that Whenever you try to put in effort, it will just play to you. Hey! And there will be that kind of breakdown in you that no, I don't want to do this. For example, like a student, you've graduated with a good result, a good certificate from the higher institution. You've searched for jobs, searched for jobs, searched for jobs, searched for jobs. You've not seen any. I know how frustrating this is. That is not the end. That is not the end. All you have to do is just allow God to take the wheel. Many people who say, I have let God take the wheel, I've been praying, I've been doing all sorts of things, but nothing is yielding. I understand. God may delay, but the Bible let me understand one thing. He's never a liar. Then he, though He may delay you, but He will never lie. What you have to do is just hold fast. Hold fast. 
Holding fast. Many people will say, okay, I've been holding fast. It's more than 30 years. But the Bible led me to understand that a year is like a day in the eyes of God. One thing I want you to understand, one thing I want you to pick as a word of encouragement from all these things I've been saying is this. It just takes a second for one's life to be changed. For example, now you can be here now. You've applied for about 30 years for jobs and you have not seen any. For more than five years you have not gotten a job since you graduated from school. It just takes a second for your story to change. It's a call that you can get from a company, an oil company that, hey, you submitted your CV so 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 day. So, 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 so. Please, you've been called for an interview and you've been called to start work. That's how it is. That's how your life can change. That is it. That's how that's how marvelous it is. So you don't have to relate on yourself. What you have to do is just keep, you know, persisting. Keep trying hard. Keep striving. That is the only thing that can determine how bright your future is gonna be. But the moment you relent, the moment you fail your stand. A wise man said something. In life, we just need three things. We need money, we need knowledge, and we need time. <laughs> now the thing is getting interesting. He said, we need money, we need knowledge, and we need time. When you get one, you just want to get the two. If you get money, you use money to get knowledge and time. If you get time, you need time to get money and knowledge. If you have money, you use money to get knowledge and time. Use one out of the three to get the other two. How? For example, if you have money now and you don't have time, you don't have knowledge, what you have to do is to use that money, employ somebody that will create time for you. Anything you want to do, that person will do it. Like, let me say your house chores, based on how you have your money, you employ somebody, the person will do your house chores for you. It will create a chance for you to do any other thing. Without your money, you use it to go to higher institutions, you use it to go to school and acquire knowledge. That is it. If you have knowledge, for example, you use it to create something that will generate money. Out of that money, you use it to employ somebody that will create time for you. That is it. If you have time, you use that time. Oh, it's getting hot. If you have time, you use that time to create money and knowledge. How? When you are in a quiet place, just, just try to imagine this thing. Have you ever been in a position where you work less free as in no work at that particular time? Then you start having different kind of ideas of what to do or what to do. At that particular time, an idea of you generating money will come. At that time, different kind of knowledge is you start understanding things you will read. You know what is knowledge? Knowledge is the ability for one or for you to know something. So when you read, you know. So when you have time, you can be able to discover things, you'll be able to know. When you have time, you'll be able to, you'll be able to create something that will generate money for you. So when you find yourself in that kind of situation, just think about this treating. Out of this treating I've mentioned, money, time and knowledge, question do I have? How do I put it into practice? Yes. Let me tell you one thing. Bill Gates, you see today, didn't just came out from one place and boom, he was. He used one thing out of this three to get what he is now. Let me tell you, even the, the, the people you see today, the multi-millionaires, it's not as if I'm saying that I'm motivated. Most people say I don't believe in motivational speech. Yeah, of course, it's fine. But what I'm trying to let you understand is 
the no life is very powerful. When you get to that particular place in that point in your life, it feels like everything in the world is collapsing. But I want you to understand one thing. You don't have to give up on yourself. You are the author. You are the author of your future. You are the architect of your future. You design your future. Whatsoever you do now determines how your future is going to be. When you relent, it shows that you are not going to break through the wall of the no life. So you don't have to relent on yourself. You are the CEO of your life. Even if God is in the picture, but I want you to understand this one point. You are the CEO of your life. Whatever you want your future to look like, you are the architect of your life. You design it for yourself. So you don't have to give up. Once you give up, it's over. But when you persist, there is a brighter future. When you persist, there is something coming out of it very, very soon. So you don't have to give up. I'm telling you today, from a true life story, I'm telling you, you don't have to give up. I know how traumatizing it can be. I know how challenging it can be, but I'm boosting your faith. I'm telling you, I'm letting you understand that believe in yourself. There's one thing you need to understand again. You need to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, no one will believe in you. There are many people out there which your presence now is their future. They are aspiring to be like you. You have graduated. Now the only thing you need is job. But there are many people who are struggling to pass jam. There are many people who are struggling to enter the university. There are many people who are struggling to go for NYSC. There are many people who are struggling to serve their country. But here you are, you've graduated, you did everything now, you're just waiting for a job. Your presence now is many people's future. So you don't have to give up on yourself. Yes, you don't have to give up on yourself. You are married today. Many people are aspiring to get married. Because you don't have a child, you think all is lost. All is not lost. Keep waiting on the Lord. Keep waiting on the Lord. And He will surprise you. Because this, your present, is many people's future. Yes, it is. So do not give up on yourself. Do not give up on yourself. Whatever you do today, I will still remind you again, determines your future. Whatever and whatever thing you do today determines your future. Please do not give up on yourself. Yeah. That is why you see many people, you know, you know, you know, diverting from who they were supposed to be because of they were frustrated. Like, okay. I've been frustrated, so I, I, I decided to give up. Why? Okay, let me ask you this question. After giving up, how do you feel? Was that dream of yours achieved? Or how do you feel when you see other people achieving that same dream you wanted to achieve? How do you feel? It's not proper for you to give up. I, understand. I will always tell you, I understand how hurting it is. Based on the hard economy, based on the hard world we find ourselves in, striving hard and hustling all this just to make it, and everything seems turning against you. I know how hard and how hurting it is, but you don't have to give up. If you keep persisting, you will break through. For example, we, know, we all know the story of Abraham Lincoln. If that he has given up, he wouldn't have become the president of the United States of America. We all know the story of Kenduke Fried Chicken. If he had given up, he wouldn't be the who he is today. We all know each and every one of their background. You also have a story to tell in your life. 
you have a story to tell your life. That is why I told you that you are the author of your life. You are the author of the future. That is why I told you that your story starts now. Because you have a story to tell, you must go through a challenge. Each story that we hear today, they all have their challenges they went through and they have a way they did overcome it. So you are the author of your life. This is a challenge. This is a story. You have to write it on your own and you have to overcome it. Before uh, you, 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 you finish writing a story, you understand that at the beginning, there, there is a kind of battle you face. But at the ending, victory at last. Uh, a popular Nigerian you know, minister said something. There is no victory without a dual fight. We all know what a dual fight is. A fight that involves two people using war to fight. So there is no victory without a dual fight. So for you to become victorious, you have to go through the challenges. You have to go through the eye of a needle. That is it. So you are the author of the future, of your future. I want you to know today that you are the author of the future. So not give up on yourself. You're good. You are the best. You're going to be great. You're going to be great. I know that that your career is going to work out for you. That your career is going to work out for you. You want to be an engineer, you'll be a great engineer. Just start something. You want to be a motivational speaker, you'll be a great one. You want to be a medical doctor, you'll be a great one. You've been writing German, it's failing, things are falling apart. Hey, you will do it, you will do it, you're going to make it. I believe in you, believe in yourself also, you're going to make it. Yeah, that is what I have to tell you today. That is what I have to tell you today. Just believe in yourself. Do not give up. Because when you give up, then it's over. But when you don't give up, then there's a future. Please. Please, do not give up. Thank you once more for having you listen to this podcast. Today we have come to the end of the New Age podcast. Quish is, our topic we've been discussing about going past the no line. Going past the no line. We've come to the end of today's edition. Please, do me a favor of sharing this podcast. It will help many lives on WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, any social media handle you know that you can share it. You can just do me a favor of sharing it. It will be very helpful to another person. Thank you once again for having you listening to this podcast. Have a nice week ahead. Hi, I am David Henry, and you're listening to the New Age Podcast. Welcome to another wonderful edition of the podcast. Today, I'll be talking about the greatest battle in life. How does it sound when you hear the word battle? Are you scared? Or are you, you know, are you, you know, like, strong enough or bold when you hear the word battle? How do you feel when you hear the word battle? Today, on this podcast, we are going to find out what the greatest battle in life is. Is it the Ukrainian or the Russian battle that are the greatest battle? Or is it the World War I that is the greatest battle? Or is it the battle that the Egyptian and the Israelites fought previous or in the past that are the greatest battle? If you really want to know what the greatest battle in life is, you've got to just stay tuned with me while I go on a quick break. See you soon.
Welcome from the very very short break. Today, as I earlier said, we will be talking about the greatest battle. When I first started this, I I said something. Is it the Ukrainians battle and the Russians battle that is the greatest battle to you, or is it uh, the First World War that looks like the greatest battle to you, or is it the you know the the, the, the struggle for who become the England? Premier League champion that is the greatest battle to you or who become the you know world heavyweight champion That is the greatest battle. Which of them is the greatest battle to you? It seems like a puzzle now But today I want you to understand that in all of these if I want to look at it from our perspective But because when I'm doing this I don't put my own perspective as the right one Each and every one of us we are prone to our own you know point of view the way we see things so your own point of view might be different from my own point of view the way you see your own things also may differ from the way i see my own thing i can tell you that the premiership you know the, the fight for who will become the england premier league champion is the greatest battle to me then you you see from the other side that the first world war one is the greatest battle to you so it all depends it all depends the way you see your own thing is different so when i podcast like when i'm podcasting i don't make it you know a must that my own point of view will be your own point of view so when i tell you the greatest battle you can see us from the other angle but i'm just giving you my own opinion the way i see it the way i see things so the greatest battle in life for me today is i call it the emotional battle the emotional battle is the greatest battle in life number one what is emotion i used to tell you something before you go into it topic you've got to define the meaning of the topic so your audience will be able to understand what you're about to talk so your audience will be able to see the picture of what you're about to discuss with them so before i go into this topic i want to explain what emotion is for me i will take it in uh, a layman understanding so that everyone will get the picture of what an emotion is an emotion to me is the way you feel the way you feel the way you feel that's just in a nutshell yeah to me that's it the way you feel emotion then when you bring the word emotion and battle together the fight of your feelings are you getting the point the fight of your feeling so the emotional battle is the fight of your feeling you fight your feelings face so that is the greatest battle to me like and now i'm going to go into details yeah so you get it from my own point of view though you may have your own point of view but i want you to see my own way the way i see it emotional battles are the greatest battle in life you may ask why yeah i'll give you my strong reasons why i say emotional battle sometime you know when you wake up from the bed you have the you know you you, you there are some thoughts that run through your mind you know if, if you want to play it it's like a disc when you wake up in the morning before you get up from your bed sometime after prayer sometime after everything you fitness everything before you even get up for the prayers or anything there are many thoughts that run through your mind where do i start today the thought that runs through your minds are okay let me just put it this way the questions that run through your mind are how where and when what those are the four questions that run through your mind when how what and where are you getting the picture you ask yourself when will i get this how do i start this where will i find myself when i do this 
and what will be the outcome if I do this? So those are the four things that run through your mind. The emotional battle is the greatest battle in life because, you know, to me, when you see someone who is going through a traumatic experience, let me use an example. Let me use an example now. What example am I going to use? Uh, okay, let me say, you've invested like about uh, $10,000 to an online platform and you've been expecting something great to yield for out of it. And all of a sudden, yeah, boom, you've got a message that, you know, the, 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 the stuff crashed and the rest. At that moment, at that moment, and let, let me just put it this way. That ten thousand dollar is the only thing you've ever, you know, the highest money you've ever gotten in life. Like the only thing you ever put your your everything to. You have you have invested your time, everything to get that ten dollar, and someone just walk up to you and ask you to invest it on a platform that something is gonna use for from it, and then you take the ten dollar and then you you know invest it in it, and boom, it comes to you that the stuff is crash and the ten dollar is gone. At that moment, how will you feel? Just put yourself in that picture just put yourself in that picture how will you feel you feel drained you feel you know suppressed you feel like the world is turning down you feel like everything you've got is you know is, is you know it's just rendered useless at that moment the battle you face inside of you if you look at the cover page of this podcast you see something i place there your strength doesn't lie in your muscle, but it lies in your mind. The mind, you know, is like the the billboard of the body. The mind is the billboard of the body. Before the body reacts to anything, it goes through the mind first, and that is your emotions. Your feeling, the mind feels it first. A wise man said something. If you don't take control of your imagination, it becomes an image nation. A nation full of image. And you know what? When it becomes a nation full of image, whatever the you know the, the nation plays to you, whatever picture the nations play to you, that is what you will dance to. But when you take control of your imaginations, you can be the one to edit the picture how you want it to look like and how you want it to be to you. So the greatest battle is the emotional battle. How will you feel when you hear, you know, you, you get a call? You're outside the state, you travel, or you went somewhere far, and you get a call that you just lost your mom. You get a call that you just lost your wife. You get a call that you just lost your brother. How would you feel at the moment? That is why you see many people committing suicide today. That is why you see many people doing things like crazy things. Because why? They are, not, they are unable you know, to, to overcome this battle. The Ukrainian battle is not the greatest battle. You know why? Because theirs, <laughs> theirs involves many hands. But the emotional battle is a slow killer. Let me use that word. It's a slow killer. It creeps in slowly, slowly. It starts from your thoughts. It grows to your imaginations. And then it starts playing as reality. And I want you to understand one thing. The way you react to things, you know, the way you react to things shows how, you know, your, your, as in the, 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 the rate which your uh, uh, emotion will go high. To, like, let me, let me put it this way. 
the way you react to things shows how you control your emotions yeah the way you react to things shows how you control your emotion because let me see now someone just walked up to me and tell me that your ten thousand dollar you know just crashed if i am a kind of person that you know don't take things calmly and you end up killing you know the person i gave the ten thousand dollar but if i'm a kind of person that is slow to anger you know take things slowly take things slowly i you know i'll try to <laughs> first of all it will hurt though yeah but if i control myself it will end up in a good way so the way you react to things shows how your emotions can be controlled yeah emotional battle sometimes you 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 go through traumatic experience that you ask yourself if you ever if you can ever come out from this sometimes you go through things that you ask yourself why you know why how why always me how can it be me and i do ask people something when they say this uh this stuff like uh why always me i do ask them one question if not you then who if not you then who because you don't seems to be uh, you, you don't you don't you don't want the problem to come to you but you want it to go to another person if not you then who before you become a you know a victorious person before someone can be announced as the winner of anything he or she must have gotten himself through one problem or the other or a battle or the other or you know a vote of or something like that before he becomes the winner of anything so for you to become what you want to be in life you've got to fight the emotional battle I want you to stay strong while fasting fighting the emotional battle do you know why because the the greatest weapon of the emotional battle the greatest weapon the enemy use in fighting that emotional battle is fear <laughs> fear is the greatest weapon the enemy use in fighting that emotional battle you know why because the enemy you know for example let me say you you've got a plan like you want to become a Shall I say, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> you want to go ahead and uh, build a company and a company worth millions of dollars. And inside of you, you know too well that this company is what will, you know, take you to another level. And all of a sudden, you start feeling that what if that's the number one, you know, thing, symptoms. I want you to understand that fear is now creeping into your mind. What if? When you hear that voice of what if, just understand that fear is creeping into your life, into your mind. So you've just got to understand that you don't have to give up on yourself. You don't have to give up on yourself at all. When you hear that what if, just understand that fear is creeping into your life. And all of a sudden, you you've you've budgeted everything to build, you know, the the company, and you, you start getting the voice of what if I, you know invest this money in this stuff that i'm calling company and it folds that is the enemy using fear to manipulate you know your your imagination when you don't take charge of your imagination the enemy uses fear to manipulate it that is why the, the number one thing you need to do while fighting the emotional battle is 
taking hold, taking control of your imagination. When you are in charge of your imagination, no matter the kind of way the enemy wants to come through, you will know their tricks and you are going to defeat them. So you don't have to, you know, to me I say, I, I say uh, it's weird when you find yourself in a situation and uh, you say, I can't do it. Yeah, it's weird. See, it's fine if you say, I'm tired. Because we're all humans, we get tired. It's fine if you say you're tired. But what it's not right by it is when you say, you can't do it. When you find yourself in that emotional depression, you don't have to give up on yourself. You don't have to say, I can't do it. What you got to say is, I'm tired. Often through when you're tired, you get a rest. And when you rest, you stand up with strength. That is the strength that pushes you up with, you know, determination is what strengthens your mind. That is why I tell you, strength doesn't come from your muscle, but strength comes from your mind. It lies within. So as to who you are, I want you to understand that the battles you see today are not the greatest battle. But the emotional battle, the battle you fight each morning, the battle you fight each moment, the battle you fight every day of your life, every time, every second of your life is the emotional battle. I want you to understand that that is the greatest battle in life. So you've got to, you know, set strategy. On our next episode, I'll be telling you, I'll be talking about ways to overcome the emotional battle. So please, if you love this podcast, I want you to share it. And I want you to do me a favor of dropping a question. If you have any question, I'll, I'll drop a link where you ask a question. You can just ask a question and I will see what I can do to answer it. So on our next episode, we'll be talking about what to do to fight as it tends to do to you know overcome the emotional battle yes so today we have come to the end of our podcast please thank you once again for having you listening to this podcast i'm so so grateful thank you thank you thank you very much please you can do me a favor of just sharing it and also if you want to chat me up on whatsapp you can get my number at uh mm, do i really need to do this okay let's just forget about the number and uh you can just drop your messages on the link that i will share if you have any question yeah you can just drop a link i love you guys and i'll keep loving you i am david henry see you next time